we'll see if we don't get a cancel here. Okay. Uh, I'm ready though uh, for emergency backup. If you want to do a half hour, I've got my underrated bands here, and I figured if if the other guys are coming and they felt unprepared, mm-hmm. just one side this. Uh, I can go through the what I've picked, and you guys can ask me about why I picked it. I got stories probably for some of this shit. Yeah, you, know, you could probably saves... do a whole show. For, you could probably do this on your Friday shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I definitely can talk about this stuff for a, for a while, but you know, it at least uh, would save some of the time as opposed to a complete yeah. waste of time. So, speaking of chop top, hey, what up? What up, bud? Oh, dude, don't drink Mountain Dew. It's no, so it's, bad for you. You should just drink tea. Coffee and yeah. tea. <clears throat> yeah, not, not, not a coffee fan. I love the smell of the brewing, but I could never, I can't stomach it. But Is it because tea? it's too acidic? Is it too acidic? No, it's just uh, I never acquired the taste. Well, you know what you do with that? You put a shitload of flavored creamer in it, and then it's not so much coffee with a bunch of caffeine. Okay, okay. That's yeah. much better yeah, you for just, you. That's much yeah, healthier yeah. for you. <laughs> Shit ton of sweet and creamer. This is our next while waiting for episode while waiting for Craig. Oh gosh. <laughs> no, none of this comes out. I'm recording it all, but it doesn't come out. Yeah. yeah bonus, bonus, bonus. Our Patreon stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, can we have our dollar back for this month? This is the shit you're selling us for a buck. <laughs> yeah. God. I could have got that bag of Cheetos instead. I see a dollar. Exactly. God damn it. Hot. I could have got a can of pop. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of good questions for him and, uh, uh Crucified, well, yeah, Crucified Mortals reminds me a lot yeah. of Rigor, Rigor Mortis, which is one thing I liked about them. Yeah. So I yeah. love Rigor they Mortis. Got, they got some great lead, lead work in Crucified yeah. Mortis, too. Like, it's a good, it's a good band, and the singer sounds a lot like Bruce Corbett, you know, the, yeah. the singing that's, style. Yeah, that's Craig. Yeah, that's Craig. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I saw a picture of him playing bass. He had a Rigor Mortis sticker on his bass, so I'm gay, I was going to ask him about that. He must be a huge fan. And that He's always definitely going out of his way to sing, you know, sound like Bruce Corbett, So, mm-hmm. which is cool. I mean... That's fine. I you can't get enough rigor. They mortis. used to be they used to be fun uh, live. Uh, Crucified Mortals had a fun stage show, at least locally. Uh, you know they'd have like corpses on stage with them. Oh, nice! You know, just a lot of props. <laughs> it's like when you see King Folly live. Like the guy's got twenty five props on stage with him. You know, to fuck around with. So, uh, <laughs> but it always got me. The first time I saw Crucified Mortals, I was with. Uh, my buddy and and it got me because i was like why does he talk like a wrestler between songs like <laughs> got me good man he had that real like you know and, but he wouldn't say brother if he just said brother he was straight up a fucking rock, ah, macho Hulk, man Hulk right? he, oh yeah let me tell you yeah, one, brother. something brother yeah, yeah, yeah. boy <laughs> step into a yeah. but yeah. yeah i don't know, <laughs> know it's the original thing. beef sticker <laughs> well that's fantastic uh, see what he's missing out on i know hey well hilarities you know he would have had a good time with us for I sure know. all right well i guess for our backup while waiting for craig um Vic, wild card stone uh oh there we go that one had to come out um be- it's better now yeah it's a lot there there was the demon coming out of me i'm better um <laughs> just in time for easter <laughs> 
Uh, well, thanks for for having a backup. So today we are going yeah. to be doing a uh, an unexpected tour, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, but I guess we should do our intro and, and then we can start our show. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to, if we were just going to. No, no, no. We might as well. I mean, our, that was the only time we didn't knuckle do... drag into the episode. Yeah, we, 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 we didn't do a, a one on our last while waiting for Trevor. We didn't do an intro because we were just waiting for him because he kept on talking. <laughs> so, all right, I guess we'll get into it. Howdy, this is David Sanchez and you are listening to and or watching Heavy Metal Horror I am Montag, Master of Illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. Hey, this is Chop Top. Stay heavy. The Wild Card. And you are watching and listening to Heavy Metal. I was real oh, quiet on that one. Yeah, yeah, I was waiting. I was listening for you, man. You didn't say anything. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're saving your voice because you didn't have a lot to talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, kiddies. Hey, uh, we had a no-show, which happens sometimes in the, in the professional world or unprofessional world, either way. Um, and so we have a backup. Yes, we are going to jump ahead and do a Rodney Dangerfield. That's right. Rodney Dangerfield. Don't get no respect. <clears throat> These are bands uh, that we think don't get the des- uh, respect that they deserve and uh since it's kind of happened uh unexpectedly wild card was already ready and prepared to go prepared. so we're gonna listen to his list of some bands that he thinks don't get no respect and we are going to be talking about that list we have no idea what he's going to bring out uh-huh. but i hope the escape wild card pigs, for a reason yeah, Escape Fetal Pigs and Charlotte's Web better be on there, man. I don't have none of the demos, so sorry, <sighs> man. I gotta, I gotta get own it. I know, like they got to be on cassette too. If they're not original pressings, I don't want them. Well, Web never put out an original cassette. We, or, I don't think we had a real cassette. You had dubs. You had dub tapes. I had. Uh, we had cassettes that we made. Yeah, we had, for ourselves. Um, we never re- released a cassette. Yeah, now and you got to dub it. You got to dub me a copy. That's how you do it. I have it burned onto MP3 form. No, was, no. If I can find that cassette, I'll be happy to bring it up. Even the beginning song has a couple like scrunches in it where the tape got <laughs> fucked up. Um, yeah, I but think the, everybody but pigs, should have to wear ties. But the pigs, we have. I have two cassettes. We got Squeal and Devil's Food. Yep. No, so, I need right. original pressings of both. Well, I have only my copies. I'm not going to give you my fucking copies. They're only yeah, yeah, I, I think a... you are. You're a digital <laughs> guy now. <laughs> no, I, this, this is, you know, hard work to make these cassettes. I'll make copies for you. On cassette and photocopy yeah. and photocopy. Yeah, the well, J's, the yeah, you're, well, yeah, I mean, we, it's an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Yeah. The first squeal was on pink paper because we went to Kinko's. We had it on pink paper because it's pig pink uh, with all of our liner notes, all the lyrics for all the songs and our yeah, little friends devil's food was on blood red paper um and with it makes it a little harder to read with the black against that bright red um with the my artwork both of the cassettes have my artwork on it uh with all of our song lyrics and all of our thank yous and all that jazz and our thumbprints in blood oh just shit. like kiss just like kiss in the 70s hey, i want i want copies of that shit now too so <laughs> 
Twenty dollars. <laughs> what happened to the, the friend deal? You know the COVID Yeah, what thing. happened? Fuck that. Give me free bum. shit. I'm your friend. Give me your free Fuck shit. Me, you bum. Give me twenty bucks. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we could say, hmm. How many of my uh, other things have you bought? Hmm? Chop top. <laughs> you talk about friend. <laughs> See, Vic, no answer. He's mysteriously uh-huh. silent. Coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting involved in that one. <laughs> no, that's cool, man. Uh yeah, I can I'll be happy to make you copies. We we're definitely a better live band than we were on cassette, but I'll make you copies if I can when I find them. Cool. So. Hell yeah. But anyway, back to the Vic show. Vic Stone, let's talk about some of the bands you think don't get no respect. Uh and I'll let you take it over. Yeah, uh, and again, any questions, please prod me and poke me uh, as to you know why I why I have the sentiment and uh, if I've got any stories. Um, these aren't in any specific order. I'm not rating them highest to lowest. I just have a stack here of bands that I've always thought uh, didn't get enough respect. And uh, first up, no shocker here, uh, if you couldn't guess, uh, Stutz is always, oh, always yeah. going to say that about you know my dad's work that cover uh, man that covers awesome. dude yeah so that the guy that did this cover is and i think i've said it before did he's worked for he's done king diamond, king diamond. Covers and, take it out of the cd case so we don't get the glare i want i, I want think you're the, still good i think it's still i uh, want glossy. the cod pieces i want i want oh, the yeah. world to see and the, the thing is cod like, pieces man these are legit yeah. cod pieces too like he used actual pictures of closer these guys closer closer look at it's that out of focus yeah <laughs> No, but no, dude, the guy, fucking amazing artist, man. Like, this is ridiculous how good they look, and he just had photographs. Uh, well, here they are. Like, I mean, here's here's a, a collage of you know hairs and yeah. stuff. And uh, but I'll always say that about my dad's work, and some of the stories that uh, you know, he told me, and I've heard from the drummer Vaughn, just about really like ridiculous bullshit. Like Cleveland tried to screw him like every turn of the way. They wouldn't work with a particular uh, uh, agency or agent out of Cleveland. The guy wanted them to play covers. Well, if you know my dad, like back in the day, he was like, fuck you. I ain't playing covers. I'll play my own music. Yeah, I'll pack he, a play. He doesn't mind playing covers if it's a covers band. Right. But that's right. not. And we got to so, have him on. Would your dad come on the show? Absolutely. I don't. He doesn't like horror shows, though, but he. No, he, but I mean, how often do we? Yeah. I mean, we can ask him, but I mean, we don't. When we're he doing would, metal he's, stuff. A, he's a funny old guy now. He'll say the darndest things. Yeah, uh, no, no, but, don't, don't be cool. I haven't not yeah, seen him I could, for years. I could definitely <laughs> get him on. Yeah, uh, that'd be funny. But yeah, you know, like they, 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 uh, you know, they wouldn't work with a particular agent who wanted them to uh, play covers because they could pack places playing originals. A lot of places wouldn't let them play in Cleveland because they wouldn't play covers. So they were kind of doing their own thing on their own terms, and and Cleveland snubbed them a lot because of that because they weren't willing to play the game. So they were just as good as 90% of the bands that were coming out of the era. I've heard, I've heard this story. I can't corroborate it. I can't tell you whether or not it's true, but at one point, whoever Wang Chung was signed to, they made it onto the table in front of execs. It was Wang Chung and Stutz. And they, wow. they, they lost out by one fucking vote. And what did Wang Chung do? 
everybody wang chung tonight and that was the end they of had, that they had a, band. they had a song remember they had a song <laughs> they had a song yeah correct right. so yeah, i didn't know, you know that they have more i've never heard another wang chung song other no than they that. didn't that, that they were they were one hit wonders whereas stutz would have well, held up in the in a, the time frame they would have you know i know that times changed and that kind of music faded out in the early 90s but they would have been able to release several records that would have done something for labels I stand behind that. You then know? you would have been the guy coming from Stutz money and you would have been hitting have, yourself. I've already explained to you that I would not, if I had those funds would, would still do the, do the thing, but uh, I don't. So I'm bitter about it. I know you're bitter about it, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that, uh, you know, locally Stutz had a massive draw. If you went to a Stutz show in the eighties, you were looking at a packed house. They had a fantastic live show. They had flash pods cost you know wardrobe changes you know uh like very sure. inter- yeah super energetic they yeah. had they had a they had a song called like trilogy where they would they they dressed differently for each song uh i can't remember the tracks that were in it but it was cool man like it was super theatric so they weren't just like a sleaze band you know they had theatrics and they of course they were still sleazy but super high energy talented high energy you know. sleeves yeah uh, with, yeah with you know so i don't know man i think that they should absolutely be bigger than they were. Uh, I look but, forward uh, to. I'm serious. I'm serious about having a call. Yeah, I'll reach out I, I, had, I had thought about it much earlier. Like you know, I've not seen Shane forever. Uh, it would be really cool to have him on, on for the show. Yeah, we. I can. mean, I just silly to want to ask him about that cover. I mean, I really want to talk to him about those cod pieces. So the well, the cover, the cod pieces, he can talk to you about the covers. Though uh, he didn't have any say in when Stormspell reissued that stuff. The label made art and changed the names of the releases so this album's not this album's not called marching into hell this album was called tearing up the night and uh okay just for marketing reasons the label said we're going to change it just like the first one in when he is is made in usa but they changed it to killer and then the third release from storm spell was just a compilation one so that one was all you know i think tearing up the night was a much better title than marching into hell because that's well he was the label the knows the label knows the label's fan base. Okay. So that particular song on this record is super strong and appeals more to the label's fan base. Uh, I see. But that, like I said, that was all made on the labels. The label made those decisions. We didn't have any say so on the side of it. And who cares? The art, you know, the art's sick. It's still, it's still an actual. It's very eighties, man. It's and, it's, uh, it's right. And I've seen video because all of them, all he of them video. Too, it's cool. Yeah. He posts video of them playing like locally. And I, I watch them every time, you know, it's, it's, it's like reminds me when I used to go out with my friend yeah. uh, Brady, we saw a lot of bands at the, a lot of the clubs that they would play. Yeah. You know, cover no, bands, the fl- and yeah, the, originals, it, you know, flying and then, machine, the flying machine, flying machine, was one it, of its 27 yeah. names. They, they always played there. Yeah. It was yeah. like sneakers, sneakers and GJ McCaws and it, it went through several rebrands, but yeah, there was a bar in Bowling Green that changed names like every six months. So I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Rebranding. So, right. But different ownerships, you know, yeah. all the, yeah. So I, I get it, but no, I was like, I would have, uh, you know, would have gone out to see them because that was, I was going out like almost every weekend with my friend, we were just going out to live band, you see yeah. live bands. We didn't know mm-hmm. who they were for the most part. We were just wanting to go see live music and it was cheaper right. to oh, go yeah. into one of those places than like, you know, it was so rare, much rarer than to see a big band, you know, big name come right. through. So, and, and we're, there were a lot of venues to go see bands. So we would go see shows. Yeah, they, they uh, you know, from what I've heard, they were close a couple times, but it just never, 
worked out. Fate had other other plans, as they say. So, you know, like one of the one of the break. I guess the breaking point was they had some management from New York that was either somehow associated with Doc McGee, and if you've ever heard Doc McGee, mm. like he managed Motley Crue. That guy was apparently interested in Stutz at one point. He also and manages some, Kiss. Yeah, and yeah, somebody, that, so, somebody that, that was associated with him was flying from New York to fucking the flying machine, you know, to see the, to see him. It was a Wednesday night. They didn't even want to do a show at the club, and Stutz was like, we're doing it. We got management coming in to see us. We want to do a show. The place was packed. The guy never showed because his flight was grounded. And it was like, you're talking like late spring. It was a freak snowstorm grounded the plane. The guy never came. That was it for them. They were done. At that point, they decided we're done with this. The odds are clearly against us. And that was when they, they split up in the night in like 90, 91. So, but yeah, I can talk about that stuff all night. So I'm going to move on to my next uh, selection. Uh, the next one would be Brothers of Conquest. Um, all the Colors of Darkness. Huh. I can't describe to you where this fits. This is some like crazy like southern rock metal i would say like molly hatchet no no like like if molly hatchet were like tough okay like like heavy it's heavy it's it's cool as fuck but it's it's very southern and uh the the guy that sings on this record also sings for a massively popular punk band called the hookers and is also in savage master which is a fucking blast they're they're a super savant wins again yeah, yeah, I, yeah I Savage, Savage Master is a big up and coming band. Uh, they're 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 a rad band to see live. They wear cool costumes and they do cool things, and uh, uh, the music's cool, just traditional metal. But uh, Brothers of Conquest, I bought this record for like two dollars and fifty cents at the exchange. I pulled it out. I was like, this name's long. I don't know about that, but I was like, this album cover has like the same vibe as that first dark or descending descending in is it in the darkness, the Dark Angel records, like the second record oh, after mm-hmm. we have arrived. Yeah. Um, I think that's what it's called. Forgive me. I, I'm losing points there, but uh, it, it has like the same like color feel to it. That's what drew it to me. So I pulled it off and I'm looking at these, these song titles and I'm like, yeah, kill for rock and roll. All right. I'm getting, that's enough for me right there. And <laughs> you uh, sold me at, you, you had me at kill for rock and roll. Yeah. Dude, this fucking record is amazing. All these, now you gotta, you gotta understand that Neil's vocals are something that catches you up, takes you off guard. He sings okay. the same way in the hookers. It's it's different. And it's something that I think when you first hear it, you're like taken aback by it. You're like, I don't know about this. You listen to that record, you give it an honest listen, and all of a sudden you're like, Holy shit, I can't hear this music without these vocals. Yeah. And the songs are just th- this is a catchy as fuck, like heavy, hairy record. It's unkempt, it's beautiful. No one has a fucking clue about this band. Is that when the only album a, they did? Have they done more records? Yeah, this was the only record they did. Oh. I was I almost pooped my pants when I found this on vinyl. This is a Desert Island record for me. And oh, wow. I was like, shit! And I couldn't get a copy. And we played with uh, Savage Master in... We did a, a couple days with Savage Master and High Spirits in Vandalus. And I walked up to Neil and... Oh, forgive me. What song was it? I can't remember now. Uh... I think, it, I think it's Hot Southern Nights, man. I, I, t- I walked up to him and I said, I just want to let you know that Hot Southern Nights is one of my favorite fucking songs. And the guy was like, big old handshake. And I started talking to him. Like the next day, he like emailed me an expanded edition that never came out uh, with wow. like more songs and alternate wow. mixes. Cool, and I got a hold of him. I said, dude, I can't find this vinyl. I'm always late to the game. I find something that I'm like, oh shit, I need this. 
and I'm always like five years behind and it's gone. You're not going to find it now or it's way too much money. And I, I, I messaged him and I said, you wouldn't happen to have a copy of that record. He's like, I might. And lo and behold, the dude found a copy, didn't charge me, mailed it to me for free. It's awesome. And I love that I have it on CD and I have it on, on, on vinyl. It's so if you're, if you're looking for something that's like heavy rock and real hairy, not motorhead, but kind of the same spirit as motorhead. Now I want to um, listen to it. You've convinced yeah. me. It's fucking great. And again, if you're taken aback by any aspect, give it an honest listen through and you're going to find yourself singing choruses like to hot Southern nights and, you know, kill for rock and roll. Pretty sure he says like kill all the children in kill for rock and roll. I don't know. It's just great. It's Look, just I've been friends great... with Chop Top for over 30 years. If the, if he can't take me back, nothing's going to phase me at this point. <laughs> right. Yeah. So no, that's, <laughs> yeah. I, I, that, that, that's, it's a great, like very rock metal hybrid album. And if you're into that kind of sound, you'll know if you're into that kind of sound as soon as you start playing it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, there's a, a, what I think the song's called sweet little Connie. I can't remember. I know that's based on a horror film. Connie from the horror film that she's in yeah you guys know but you're just not picking <laughs> yeah, it up Shut of up. course <laughs> there's so many connies out there gosh you guys I mean carney be... like carnival person no like carny... no connie. you're supposed to be connie chung robots. the only connie i know is connie chung so i don't know i think that's something maybe i'm wrong on that one but he told me what that was about <laughs> i couldn't have had the name wrong you idiots get the name fucking right no it says connie on the back i can read it anyways my next my next selection is destructor uh you know locals maximum destruction this album's really fucking great it has that like see destructor are technically a thrash band but this is like i would put this more in the vein of speed metal you know like when destructor came i think they pulled their name from an exciter song this is like cleveland's exciter I mean, exciter's oh. not thrash it's speed metal so yeah but I mean, this album's had a massive impact on me. You know, uh, Wayne Holocaust named himself after the bassist in this band, you know, and, and, and he and I wrote a lot of music together in, in Violent Night and Vindicator when he was in the band, you know. So I grew up with him. Well, I didn't grow up with him, but I, I, I got my metal schooling. He taught me a lot of the shit that I know about metal. He's the one that got me into this kind of shit. And Destructor was always a massive influence on him. He started the first, like, Destructor webpage. Like the first fan page was was him, but uh, I bought this. This is like a French pressing pressing of this, and actually Craig did a proper reissue of this on Reaper Metal Productions uh, like two three years ago, so you can get like an expanded edition. This one's slightly expanded. So Destructor's so- story is kind of sad. They had a Island Records deal waiting for them, and literally the night they were celebrating for it, someone murdered their bass player Holy while shit. they were they were all partying. Uh, the guy walked in, stranger walked in off the street, was acting weird. The bass player kindly asked him to leave and started to show him out. And the dude fucking stabbed him in the heart. And that they weren't able to kind of like rebound from that. That's what I gather. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I always follow up with that because I don't know for sure, but that's what I've heard. And I'm pretty sure it's accurate. And they never kind of rebounded after that. They kind of sort of stayed a band, but just didn't stick. They didn't come full force again until like early 2000s when Jamie Walters from Midnight and Boulder, Jamie Boulder, Athnar, joined the band and kind of revitalized it. Uh, But this song in particular, man, like this just has that classic 80s speed feel 
And this particular version comes with the demo, the Decibel Casualties demo that was supposed to be the Island Records. Well, it's the start of what would have been an Island Records album. They would have been on, you know, the same label as Anthrax and, and such. So, uh, but yeah, like Pounding Evil is my favorite track on this on this album. Uh, again, if you're into Exciter type music, this is fantastic. And I like and Exciter. The, yeah, I mean, yeah, and this and like I said, like. Speed. This is, I honestly, my favorite Destructor Records is Forever in Leather. I should have grabbed that one. I actually don't know why I grabbed this one. That's my favorite record. That fucking album's fantastic. This one's great. And this is more like, this is where they started. I think maybe that's why I did. Because it's just like all the original members, you know, you don't get all the original members after that point. I mean, after this album, they've got several more records. But I love what Jamie did with the band um I, he's a great songwriter and he contributed a lot of work to uh, sonic bullet and forever and leather as a whole maybe i just grabbed him for the bands themselves but i, I kind of was doing releases as a whole i think that the band could do more but much like everyone else in cleveland they're plighted with lineup changes you know they're on their third or fourth lead player and i know that you know i know that world all too well you know yeah, you're a band whore Cleveland's musician pool is actually relatively small. Uh, yeah, everyone you know, is playing with everybody else. Yeah, well, in, in, at least in traditional metal and like speed and thrash, if you're a death metal band, there are a million people playing death metal and hardcore in Cleveland. It's got a really strong death metal and hardcore scene. Uh, but for other types of metal, uh, you're going to be hard-pressed to find the guy you're looking for here. So, they, I mean, they're still alive. They're cutting a new record right now, but... They're playing Mexico this year for the first time. I think that's going to be huge for them. You know, they got a massive turnout when they played Vakken. You know, a lot of support there. So that kind of stuff's cool. I think they could have done bigger things. I think that, you know, obviously, how do you recover from someone in your band dying? That's that's hard. That's, that's a tough big, thing. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's a tough sure. thing. You know, so I, I don't know. That I think that that was probably their biggest hindrance back in the day. So, you know, that's that that probably is probably why they didn't, you know, get bigger than they are i mean they're still a big underground band but they could have been bigger i believe uh, next up you no. you've seen you've seen this uh you've seen this album several times in my hands super christ headbanger i Again. i dig them you told me about them i started listening to them like oh fuck these guys are great yeah i checked them out on uh, spotify after wild cards record. they're very kind of yeah, punk very well. motorhead yeah you know very very punk like misfits kind of so the cool thing about Chris is you can easily, he wears his influences on his sleeve. He gives no fucks what anyone thinks. Super Christ was his answer to Motorhead. Mm -hmm. And uh, this particular album, again, Desert Island record for me here. I don't know that people know about this record. And it's like, if you like fucking Motorhead, you need to listen to this album. It's fucking fantastic. Oh, uh, side note, this is the artist that killed and ate his dad. The guy that did this one. Did you guys hear about that a couple years back? No. Yeah, he murdered his dad, and then he ate him. Wow. Now he's now he's in jail. He's a French artist. But yeah, oh wild, uh, wild that. Uh, but anyways, uh, that's just a footnote there. Uh, where did yeah, he no, live before that? Where did he, he live? A, the artist was he a Cleveland guy too? No, that's a French guy. Mm. I don't. I don't know what what the. I don't know much about it other than he killed him and ate him. And wow, he's done a lot. Oh. He's done a lot. He did a lot of metal album art covers though. Uh, but yeah, Super Christ is a band that I don't understand why they didn't get bigger. But here's the thing with Chris, because Chris has been in a shitload of bands and his most successful band right now to date is High Spirits. Uh, High Spirits is a very like positive type band. 
the melodies are real catchy it's real i don't it's simplistic is can be a dirty word but it's very simplistic it's very catchy it's very hooky very melodic never uh, heard of him yeah you would love him you would love him if you like super christ it's like the softer side of super christ <laughs> but cool it's it's cool it's like traditional on a very metal. special episode of uh super yeah christ. so it's it's uh it's 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 like his you know because super christ is real like fuck you i don't care yeah high spirits is like very what their name implies very uplifting and and th- hmm. the themes are all uplifting and, and stuff fucking catchy as hell man but see huh. i'm a massive fan of chris black it's not just super christ or high spirits he's also got Dawnbringer. um he's he's that's another like massive band he does a, another thing where it's it's just like Dawnbringer and super christ because neither of them are actually bands anymore he does what is called professor black and professor black has an album that is a super christ record that never happened uh, called we are the rock fucking awesome cool. he has an ep uh called what's it called something like you're a bastard or something about bastards <laughs> there's a song called stuck in the usa on that song on that album fucking hell it's catchy as fuck man uh he's got a, a, an album called sunrise which straight up sounds like a bathory record because it's motorhead bathory and if you hear a song that sounds like another song like it's all traditional metal type stuff you can hear his influences in his writing but his two biggest influences are bathory and motorhead so like that sunrise record's awesome if you love bathory like nordland one and 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 such like later viking metal bathory uh but this record in particular is just a banger man it's just fucking full-on rock metal every fucking song on it is amazing built for sin is my favorite fucking song i'm gonna cover it one day uh i still warm like i warm up to it i fucking love that riff in that song but that that song is a back these all these albums are back to front or front to back the whole thing is is awesome you know the whole thing flows good um but yeah i i I, it shocked me that super that that high spirits took off over super christ did like i i like high spirits i do i love them and and they're very catchy but it's because they're more appealing to a broader audience that's what it is that band is more accessible than super christ that's why that band is doing all kinds of shit you know european tours you name it they wow. in 20 like the first record's been pressed by high roller i think they're on their like seventh pressing this is an independent band mind you that's like almost unheard of for a band that's not on a major label yeah. that's shocking to me uh another night in the city fucking great song great fucking record uh yeah well, but getting, uh we're getting uh we're getting education by our super savant too because yeah i know yeah i always i that's the story yeah, I like it. i said like you know it's a super christ is what that one was about but that the, the writer chris black yeah super christ is fun that's a that's a lot yeah, of fun. fun so now there's another band to listen to between the two of you guys it's like it's relentless all the new music that i get to listen to <laughs> yeah so. you gotta remember you gotta write it down again this is another record that you've seen me hold and talk about uh Slaufeg's traveler mm-hmm this fucking record oh, blows my mind. Again, I've, I, I had to get this on vinyl when they reissued it, too. It's like a second or third reissue. I was happy they did it because it was like 150 bucks for the original pressing on vinyl. So no thank you. Uh, this, this album, it, it is a concept record based on the role-playing game Traveler. Fucking hell, man. What a, what a journey that whole album is. Start to finish, fucking amazing. This this guy's a great fucking vocalist, Mike. I can't remember how to say his last name, and it's it's a name I couldn't say anyways, but 
the guys of this band is really fucking good and this album in particular should have launched them to the top of some kind of pile they're still like an underground band they play a lot of underground fests i mean they've got a massive fan base but yeah i knew i, I knew i had to like as soon as they posted that they had the records for sale i knew i had to order one because that shit sold out like in three hours of their copies wow. and they only got like so many from the label but still i knew if i don't yeah, i gotta pay attention because if they post that they're gonna be gone real fast i was fortunate enough to get one uh because they were gone like two hours later they did end up getting some more but also didn't last very long regardless of that now early slough Feg is more like uh you can hear like the thin lizzie influence on the band uh, in the earlier records uh, down among the dead men's kind of where it started to change great record has my favorite uh song on it by them called death machines but this album's like fucking rad as fuck it's like they improved everything from the previous record it's a concept album which typically flop because people aren't real big into concepts they just don't like it. I don't well, know I was why. Also, I was also wondering because of the, if you didn't, if you weren't familiar with Traveler, <laughs> the role-playing system, you may not be able to kind of get all the references. You know, I don't get any of the references, and I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. Oh, okay, this yeah, story is amazing. Yeah, it's like Iron Maiden's Tatama Land. You know, based on Dune, because um, they couldn't right. use a call at Dune because Frank Herbert didn't right. want them to use it. Um, but if you had never read Dune, which I had by the time I had heard, it, I was like, fuck, this is about Dune um you know there's a lot of terminology and they're like what the fuck is a quiz that's hatterack what what gamja bar what the fuck are you talking about iron maiden <laughs> right so i i can see how yeah. that might be well there's no crazy terminology i mean there's just they're talking about spores and dog guys and it's pretty straightforward i mean <laughs> spores and dog guys those are the two main alien races <laughs> uh, yeah yeah so but yeah, the I dog mean, guys dude, are here and this is fucking they're barking up the wrong tree like when they say like whatever moon what's the moon in this game varger moon you know I, I don't know what a varger moon is but i know it's part of the game but whatever it doesn't matter to me because the songs are all so fucking catchy the riffs are catchy the musicianship's freakishly tight like slough the first record i got was an album called hard worlder and one of the things i immediately noticed was that they were kind of a devil may care type band and i like bands like that because it's more honest to me. What you get is what you get. It's kind of hairy. Some of the stuff's loose. Some of the doubled vocals are uneven. I don't mind that kind of shit. I like it. It's more real to me. It's not overproduced. But this album, even though it's not overproduced, is like everyone's on top of their game here. And this album should have been, it's huge in the underground, but it should have been a mainstream success as well. It could have been the timing. I think this is a, a, a mid-90s, late-90s album, which still was not very friendly for metal, but, oh, my gosh, this is fantastic. I mean, Hard World, the, the, the album after this, Avatism is great, and Hard Worlder is great. Uh, you know, they're still a great band, but, like, this, to me, is their pinnacle record. This is their rust in peace. Did they uh, ever get any kickback from the game company that makes Traveler? I forget who made it at the time. I don't know. I mean, I I don't. They're still making it, so I don't. They, they well, didn't the, get the different company. For it. TSR, I think, bought them out. Oh right. Um, no, I mean, like they're still making these records, so they. I don't think they got. No, any I know, but at the time, got, I'm wondering, was there any kind of kickback from probably not from them? You know. Uh, or was there any endorsement? You know, like, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll make you the official band. I mean, I know that 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 that, that front man loved that game, and that's why that album. Yeah, happened. I used to play it. Yeah, <laughs> never. I uh, wanted to get a copy. They're way too expensive now. 
Oh, really? We'll yeah, talk after the show. Yeah, they're real expensive. I shouldn't have told you that. They're real no, cheap no, no. now. I don't need just no, fucking. I, you can get one for a dollar on eBay. <laughs> I'm gonna it's pull a thing that Chop Chop wanted me to do. I'll, I'll just I'll give you what I've got for free. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> talk to me after the well, show. Chop, I'm charging five <laughs> bucks. But no. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk after the show. My next band up is uh, Artillery, and this is the album that I want to hold up. I didn't have on CD and I'm weird like that. I have it in a box set. I didn't want to grab the whole box set and then just get the CD out. This is probably one of, one of my top 10 favorite, probably my second favorite artillery record. This one's called when death comes uh, artillery is, I believe Danish. If I'm not horribly mistaken, uh, freakishly underappreciated. So the artillery record uh, by inheritance, the musicianship on that album, the riffs on that album are bam. And it came out, though, like around the time of Master Master Puppets. And it, it came, I mean, Master Puppets is, to me, Master Puppets started, they didn't start Tech Thrash, but it set a new precedent for Tech Thrash. Like Watchtower was out, and Watchtower was super technical. So, like, Metallica took, like, technicality and made it more uh, appealing to the masses. So you like think the, they were just album. overshadowed by those bands at the time? It's well, kind of like it was, when Lost Boys, Lost Boys came out, to make the horror movie comparison, Lost Boys, and then Near Dark came out at the same time. Near Dark is, I think, the arguably the better movie, but because Lost Boys was made for MTV, right? You know, it, it that's what got all the buzz. You know, and and Near Dark, which is a great horror film, got lost. Yeah. So do you think I don't, they, think, I don't think it was happen? overshadowed? I think what happened was number one, they weren't a California thrash band. Number two, we were already like on the our, raisins, right? Like the fucking number raisins. Two, yeah. Number two, we were our, the raisins with Z's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, raisins. Uh, and number <laughs> number two, we were already on our second or third wave of thrash by then. You're talking about a, an oversaturated market. Now artillery started earlier than than by inheritance, but. You know, uh, Fear of Tomorrow, it's a good record. Uh, uh, what the hell is the next one called? It's got really crazy oh. drawing of cops and rats. I don't know. I, Terror Squad. That, yeah, I'm and glad. So the second one was Terror Squad. By and Hair, if you listen to Artillery's, how they matured from Fear of Tomorrow, Terror Squad to By Inheritance. I mean, you're talking out of this world riffs, man. The vocalist is cool as fuck. Listen to the song Comaniac and go, what the fuck are they even playing? I mean, it, it's it's real. It's like the riffs, the whole album. I've always wanted to write songs like By Inheritance. And they, they kept that on albums like When Death Comes and, and uh, Back, back. I think the album's called Back, B-A-K, B-A-C-K, and then so on and so forth. They knew what their fans liked, what their fan base liked, but they're still, they're still like, you know, one of the small bands on, on festivals and shit. It blows me away because, we opened for them in Cleveland. Vindicator opened for them in Cleveland and Columbus when they came through. Like, I don't know if they'd ever been to America. It was them and uh, Onslaught. And they fucking played Comaniac live. I didn't think they would because you're, that song's so, so stupidly complex. And they killed it. And it was fantastic. How did you get so, on that bill? That show? Um, we knew the promoters for both the, both the things. And we worked it okay. out to where no one bitched about us playing two Ohio dates. So well, I'm glad, was, I'm glad wild cool. card you talked about uh, by inheritance. Cause that's considered a classic legendary album. That album is, is 
but and again, like another band album, I've never heard of. So, dude, so I mean, they, you've they talked have, about, they, but I've never listened to them. Like, they're, they're, how they're the hell do you are, know these bands? That's my question. These riffs are well, <laughs> most of these bands I know because of Wayne. Not, like I said, like that guy taught me everything. Uh, so by inheritance, they started using like a lot of like Middle Eastern sounding scales. So it's not like Marty Friedman on Rust and Peace, but you, these riffs are in the pickings. You've got complex picking combined with these you know exotic sounding riffs the whole album's like that you're like holy shit so there were a bunch of albums that came out around that same time on they, they just released their new release artillery uh, last year i think it's yeah. x so yeah I, yeah it's pretty good they, pretty they're good great one. they're they're absolutely great uh so what happened was you had like you had Ar- artillery is by inheritance you had onslaughts uh in search of sanity which is my favorite onslaught record steve grimmett on fucking vocals those yeah. riffs those Nigels, those Nigel riffs, fuck that man. That album and, and onslaught fans hate it. No, no, we want we want the force. It's not satanic enough. Fuck you, yeah. man. In yeah. search of sanity is their best fucking record to date. It's fucking yep. fantastic. And I mean, you you already have awesome riffs, and then you put Steve Grimmett on vocals uh, on a thrash record. Dude, no, great. hands down, amazing. You had Annihilator at the same time. All these like awesome like tech thrash bands no and, and they just they were too late to the game annihilator is great i like annihilator so but yeah artillery i think is bizarre to me that i just feel like they should be more popular than how many albums did they put out are they still together oh yeah they're still releasing music uh i i want to say they're on like probably around 10 yeah maybe they just never played the states they I must play a lot of the european well, circuits then yeah they they do a lot of the euro tours and stuff well, well i mean fest tours or fest circuit but they're still like one of the little bands like and it's like yeah you guys should be way higher on that bill man because there are shittier bands uh, that are higher up i, I don't know it, i don't get it i mean yeah, get them on the show do you know them they don't Re- reach out i to i know uh i know like I, well i'm friends with a few of them on facebook so i i could reach yeah. out to them i, I don't That's i don't know cool. if they like horror movies but <laughs> Do they have to like horror movies? I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to play the game. <laughs> I get, I get it, but we, if you know, how many? They kind of like both of you. Not a lot on the show. No, no, man. Yeah, exactly. We are militant the, uh, about that. <laughs> um, you know, quite a few of our guests haven't really been in the horror. And that, it's bullshit. Just, you we just move on. <laughs> Should have just get out of here, you fucker! <laughs> kill the episode right there. That's right. Uh, we're going to go talk more about Vindicator. Yeah, go, go watch um, your go watch your fucking copy of the Notebook, you motherfucker. Yeah. Go <laughs> <He'll> cry. <laughs> um, Spoiler well, alert: she doesn't remember anything. <laughs> so my next band what? up. Uh, <laughs> My That's next this... band up. I don't know. I I think I've I think I I talked about them on the covers episode, uh, the the album cover episode. Sorry, right? Album cover episode. Best sorry. album covers of all time. Um, is Tiger's Murray Sausage? Murray yes. Sausage. That's yes. the episode. Yeah, you Tiger's, did. Uh, this, you did this have that album. This record is Spellbound, and this lineup is fucking amazing. I don't understand why at the time this band didn't get bigger, especially with this this particular record and this is well, this especially was on a new, especially a new a, wave of british heavy metal band so that right i think I, it was I, the I, name in all honesty because when it came out i'm like tigers they were a mouthful they were was, a mouthful yeah and i'm like i think the, you know whatever song that, that got leaked onto mtv i remember watching like uh, so I the first know. record wildcat was kind of it's kind of rough and in, in all honesty like diehard fans are like oh yeah and i'm like uh, no 
No, it definitely got better. The band got better. They're fucking fantastic now. They're writing their best music, I think, now. Uh, They're still around, like, 35, 40 years later. They're bigger now than they were here. This was an MCA record, too, which I don't understand how being on that label. Right. And here's the thing. These guys could have been Diamond Head. Here's the thing. Diamond Head, somebody in Diamond Head even said, we could have just as well been tight. Metallica could have covered Tigers of Pantang. We're lucky they covered us. The reason Diamond Head is one of the biggest ones is thanks to Metallica covering their music. Yes. Hands down. They said it, when those royalties started coming in, like the, the guitarist or bass player, somebody was like, yeah, I bought a house on that. I don't have to work anymore because Metallica covered my song. I mean, can you fucking imagine? That's crazy. So, wow. I mean, this, why this, is no this one gonna... recovering Beaver of Love so that I can get these fucking royalties, man? That's this a great thing. This could have yeah. been this. This could have been <laughs> this could have been them. Uh, but they're they're dude. They're riffs. Gangland. Listen to Gangland off this. I mean, Spellbound. Uh, Heathen covered Spellbound uh, in one of their last several records. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, well, they're uh, on dude. tour again. Diamond Head. Speaking of Diamond Head, they're they're touring with a couple yeah. of big metal festivals with Saxon. Yeah, and uh, I think Tigers of Pantanger. Was it Pantang, right? Yeah, they might have. They might be. I think uh, they're. I think they're on some of those bills too. Their new oh. stuff is is awesome, man. Their self title is every bit. It, it was. It, it held. It held up to every bit as it was every bit as good as I think Priest put a record out that year. It might have been the year that uh, Firepower came out, and Tigers mm-hmm. Band saying self title. It's like no one's talking about this, and it's fucking amazing. I actually, it might have been the year that that horrible. Uh, what was that? awful iron maiden record that came out recently with the fucking book of souls yeah book of snores that's the one (laughs) it might have come out that same year and i was like i don't know why people are talking about this iron maiden record that made me fall asleep halfway through it uh but in not talking about what album is that called again yeah that's the one yeah chop top's got that on he's got on it's his pj that's it sure makes it sleepy that's that's all he's wearing that's that's a, yeah. it's a stand up on the sausage so far, you can only see me so far it's yeah. the eddie sausage right yeah it's the eddie Snorefest, is what it is yeah, hate, hate hole yeah. <laughs> that's what i'm looking for tonight I hate hole but yeah i i think that tigers uh you know out of all the the new wave of bands the new wave of british heavy metal bands i don't know why they weren't liked more I, I think my only experience you know, when you, was when on you MTV. About, yeah, when I you just, talk about full discography, yeah, yeah. If you got a song like uh, Susie or whatever, if it was something off Wildcat, some of that stuff's kind of silly. Uh, there definitely is some silly stuff on there, and that original vocalist is, ooh, people like him. I know mm-hmm. yeah, he's like my least I don't favorite. Talk about. Yeah, I, I I love the album cover. I absolutely do. I love tigers, so I'm already drawn to it. Crazy Nights is my favorite ones. It's got the tiger on the fucking building, swatting the planes. Oh yeah, like fucking King Kong. Uh, but you know this record in particular should have been huge for him because the guitar works fucking fantastic. The vocals are perfect, and mm-hmm. it, it was it maybe I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe I thought I'm pretty sure it was. They just it was one of those things where they just weren't marketed right. You know, like any band that was on Chrysalis back in the day, like Armored Saint could have been bigger, but, you know, they didn't right. know how to fucking market that band and they tanked because of it. I mean, yeah. it hurt them because of it. So, but uh, on to my next band, you've heard, also heard me talk about this band and seen me hold this album cover and I'll 
Hold it again. Wolf's the Black Flame. Wolf has been around for a considerable amount of time. I think they were like fucking kids when they started writing. We're music. still trying to get Nicholas. We're still talking back and forth. You know, we'll get him. We'll, 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 we'll get him. Right. Bit. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll get him. But this, this again, another desert island for me. Uh, but weirdly, not as popular as it should be. This album in particular. Is, you know, all these records, at least most of these records, I shouldn't say all of them, but most of them are. You can listen to the whole thing. No issues, no slow parts, no breathers. It's just everything flows properly and you're, you're drawn into the album. You want to listen to the whole thing. You want to listen to the whole thing all the way through. And this is one of those albums. This album is fucking fantastic. To me, this is their best record. I think this is the, the, the peak for them. They're still How would you describe music. their music compared to other bands? Because I've never listened to Wolf, so I it's, don't know what they sound you're like. Gonna, you're going to hear the Maiden influence. It, it's, okay. like, it's like... Uh, They're Swedish, right? Yeah, and I, I, Maiden's like the safest band, I would say. Yeah, a lot of comparisons. Uh, Nick, is, uh, his vocals are, somebody recently likened him to like early Mike Howe from like Metal Church oh, and, and okay. Heretic. Uh, Mike Howe is one of my all-time favorite vocalists. And when, okay. when the guy said that, I said, I never compared that, but we've been listening to Hanging in the Balance a lot recently. And fucking hell, Nicholas, the dude's a great vocalist. He's got, he's got a set range. He can get high. He's just scary sounded. He's very melodic. He's a great singer. And uh, riff wise, though, like especially if you tune into early Wolf, you'll hear you'll hear that Maiden influence. Uh, I can't remember on the first record what the song's called, but it always struck me as a very Maiden esque song. Uh, but they they have that kind of that kind of like new wave of British heavy metal harmony type work. Whereas they're a traditional metal band. Um, they're they're on the quicker side of things usually. Uh, and uh they just this, released a new album too yeah 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 shadowland uh we we pre-ordered our copy so it's coming oh, okay. coming from sweden we don't have it yet we'll probably also still buy it on cd because we can't play records in our van and car uh but <laughs> this one man oh my gosh every fucking song on this record is just tough it's just awesome and i don't know if it's you know they don't do a lot of touring i don't know that they've toured at all they they did short runs over in europe they've played the states like twice so we will probably never get to see them uh but damn man what an awesome band uh, again just just a great fucking band i i love them i've i've been a massive fan since those early records uh you know and it's it, there's like a run of records so it's like uh another good one's evil star uh, i guess record right before this is super fucking good it's like you know when, when like uh a lot of bands have those like three in a row or two in a row records where it's just like bam, bam, bam. And it's just, yeah, the trilogies. Um, yeah. Black wings is, is another one. Black wings is real good. And some of the songs they cover, like they'll do a BOC that they, they covered. Uh, I think they covered don't fear the reaper. Uh, so you can see their influences in the songs that they cover. I think they might do a merciful fate cover. Uh, so, you know, you get, you can, when you hear their covers of songs, that's kind of where you can see where they're drawing stuff from. So maybe okay. Merciful Fate's a pretty good influence I could throw out there that people would know. Uh, but this record, if you just want to, I like to get into, like I like to discover bands or start with their best work and work my way into things that are like, you know, a little more cult or deeper cut kind of stuff. Uh, this was, this is a safe place to start. All these, all these albums that I've pulled out are probably safe places to start 
for these particular bands um that's a great place to start because that album you'll fall in love with and you'll go well i want to hear more where do i go from here and you can go back and forward uh definitely go back first and then work your way forward um that's funny that you do that i mean not like not funny uh i did that i did that with yeah go ahead go ahead i was i always if i heard a song that i liked from a band i would you know try to find that that band's discography or whatever but i always started from the beginning and worked my way through chronologically i guess i started you know? with what whatever was in the exchange budget section i if should i, I should if say i that could way. i mean with rush it was right. like whatever albums i could find because i didn't know their discography at the time right so i did that with know, megadeth moving so like pictures first, i picked up 2112 right. and then like discovered their earlier stuff before that like picking up those older albums like when i got right. across the steel i'm like oh okay this is cool you know like I, when I started with Megadeth, my first Megadeth record was Cryptic Writings, and it's you know it's a heavy metal record, but it's not a thrash record, and right. I absolutely loved that record. That that record influenced me for life. Like, so it's you know, not it, Risk. Then you would have not been a I, fan. No, I, no, I'll, I, that's that's for another time. I I actually Ooh, yeah. like Risk. The only Megadeth record I really don't like is Super Collider. It's horrendous. Risk is a pop record. Don't get Risk, me wrong. No Risk. I listened to it for the first time. Uh, it's a pop going, record. I've been going through my collection like. I got rid of some stuff. That was one of them. That and a couple Aussie records. Well, like, you know, the, the, here's the I'm thing. Though, like, there's there's a there's a song on Risk. I think it's the Doctor is calling. Hmm. That is a song. That's a riff that Metallica used in one of their first three records. Dave Mustaine's not credited for like a bunch oh, of yeah. shit on Ride the Lightning and Master of Puppets, and yeah. he uses those riffs later on. He just says, "Fuck it, I'm going to use them." Doctor is calling is one of them. It's on Risk. Yeah. yeah just, so I mean, like. Not a good I like I like Risk. I think it's a, I think it's a good hard rock record. Uh, I don't think it's a, a thrash record by any means. Is that the and one with Breadline? There. Yeah, yeah, Breadline. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it's it. cool. I mean, hey, it's cool. You like what you like. I mean, I yep. I listen. Yeah, to you want to you want to not like a record? Put on Super Collider. That's a record to <laughs> not like. Oh, I don't even know if I have it. I'm gonna check yeah. it and see if I've got it. Don't it's a stinker. It. It's a stinker. It's your ears do not need to be. But. Yeah, but I mean, the main point, though, I, I started with cryptic writings. I started working my way back. So, you know, the next one I, got I do was have super collider euthanasia. I got euthanasia and was like, I like this. It's like a hard rock. It's like an arena rock record, you know, and I started That's going great. back. So when I got to like Rust in Peace and when I got to like so far, so good. So what? I, it took me a minute because it was such a change, mm. you know, countdown True. to extinction. I fuck. That's one of my favorite records by Megadeth. Um, but Very you know, so produced. when you get yeah. like, like killing is my business. I love it now. I didn't love it when I first got it. I was like, ah, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not start, crazy you, about those early records either. So I'll you start, you start kind of though. You start like, I love the jazz influence now. Like peace sells. I fucking love, I love their discography except for super collider. I still own it, but it sucks. <laughs> uh, next up, <laughs> uh, you can't hardly see it, but it's Vikings do or die. Okay uh viking this fucking record is stupid fast you thought dark angel was fast put this fucking viking album on and you're going what the fuck that's the one where ron daniel pulled the thing from kerrang that it was a shitty review by kerrang and it said the band's trying to sound like the fastest band in the world and they cherry picked it to say kerrang it says the fastest band in the world kerrang they they, they turned that frown upside down i love it they took a shit review and in parentheses, they put the fastest band in the world and put Kerrang as the source because it says in the review, this band sounds like they're trying to be the fastest band in the world. They fucking are. This fucking record is stupid fast. It's fucking awesome. 
this is a thrash album. You like rigor mortis? Mm-hmm. Thought rigor mortis was fast? Put this shit on. Wow. It's a whole different level of fucking speed, man. <laughs> and it's fucking good. Ron's a great fucking vocalist, man. That guy has a great voice. And they just, they puttered out. You know, Ron, I don't know how he feels about it now. But Ron, the second they, they got signed to Metal Blade, they put out Man of Straw. It's a very Christian heavy record. And Ron was worried about the road. He admits that, you know, later on. <laughs> is that, that why he think? Because are they not a that, Christian? That, they are a Christian they are, band? No, 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 no. Do or Die is not a Christian record. But Man but of Straw they're, was. They're, they're the- oh. So he got saved after this album, in between this album oh, and okay. Man of Straw. So Man of Straw is another fucking fantastic record. So it's like also Alice Cooper equal. saved again or born again or saved. Right. Or it was. Right. Right. Good, good album. Uh, yeah. So the thing is, like, you know, he did Man of Straw, but he was concerned about the lifestyle of being a touring band and backed out of it. That's why Viking kind of didn't get bigger because they were poised to do bigger things. But he he shut it down because he was concerned about his own well-being and, and with his faith. He didn't you know, he, th- he thought he would succumb to what 90 percent of 80s bands succumb to when they toured sex drugs and rock and roll so i mean you can't really blame them there but they could have been bigger uh they did a record the last thing they did um was called no child left behind where they're back to their roots you know i i think i don't think ron's i i don't think he's a christian anymore uh but th- like the album's not like any christian they're just like you know no child left behind because they're viking and they're gonna kill them all you know what i'm saying uh mm. so but it, it's a it's also a great record uh they did a they did a small tour you know on it and uh uh michael gonzalez from dark angel was on bass for him uh wow he killed it live man it was so fucking great we we actually did a run with them in vindicator we did three dates with them uh cleveland fort wayne and then we played a fest in chicago with them uh but do or die oh man it's just fucking fast and mean as fucking it and it sounds good and when i say sounds good i'm not talking production i won't touch on the production of any of these fucking albums i just mean that you put it in and it's like, fuck, yes, this is awesome. This is unfuckwithable. This is one of those. And this is considered a classic uh, also. It's, it's in the same vein as by, by inheritance. Uh, people okay. generally accept it as a, as, a, as a classic underground metal record. I'm going to um, check them out. I've- yeah, Viking is, is, oh, fuck. They only got three records. Every one of them is fucking great. And my final band. Uh, you, you guys probably know this band uh, is Razor, Shotgun Justice, another ba- another band that Canadian, right? Yeah, and that's why they have a song on here called "American Luck." It's about how Canadian metal bands couldn't break stateside, and they would just fly. I mean, the same thing happened to Annihilator. Yep, and and that's not the only you know Canadian metal band. Infernal Majesty, Sacrifice, oh, all these all these bands that just were fucking awesome and because they were canadian i i, I don't i don't they just didn't that. break stateside rush break broke through because people thought they were zeppelin um but then like triumph triumph was said the some, rock a, a modicum of sex the rock the, stuff the, the rock stuff uh, did well the rock stuff did but not the metal but not the metal stuff the metal right. scene was a whole different ball I, game i don't get and, it because these are yeah, some great bands and like yeah. i said this this album this album's mean as fuck these riffs the fucking vocal delivery man you you want to talk about like if, if, if you've ever had a, like a bad day at work put on the song burning bridges on this album and it's literally about fuck everyone 
burn your what is it? Burn all the bridges and find your way out. That's that's what it is. He's well, well, I've what they're saying that every day. Then the way I yeah, like <laughs> like what they're what they're saying is God. what they're saying is like don't try to fucking be nice to that guy because you might need something from him later. Fuck that guy. Fuck him. Burn all the <laughs> bridges and you. find your own find your way out. I mean, it's it's amazing, man. The attitude on that record, it's just yeah, fucking yeah. tough very and mean wow, as fuck. And yeah, yeah, there's new music coming. I'm really excited oh, about okay. that. Cool. I, I I'm looking forward to that because the last thing they did was Decibels, which is one of my favorite Razor records. The so many goof soup, man. I'm so sad. I saw Razor open up for Bolt Thrower in London, Canada. Oh my god! And dude, they were they played goof soup and and the fucking string broke on the guitar on dave's guitar and then the song just went and it wasn't right because <laughs> it just he goes to, and i asked him about it he played cleveland i guitar tech for him in cleveland and i asked him i said oh man i was so sad when your string broke in goof soup and he goes dude i've never broke a string live that was the first time and i was like damn it it was in my favorite song but no man i so i'm excited to hear what they've got up their sleeves now given yeah. it's it's been shit 97 so do the math there almost to have a special reach out to our neighbors to the north and say look look canadian metal bands we support you they know we had we had dk on yeah they know okay i would love to have i would shit my pants if we ever got jeff waters on. i'd be like oh my gosh just so i can watch chop shit his pants i would love that as well my favorite fucking bands man i i absolutely fucking love annihilator i it's let's reach out to him what's happening it's it's tough man it's like dude set the world set the world of fire man like oh dude fucking those first three records are top notch fucking beautiful but then like even like even the later stuff man like i I like the stuff that he was saying man fucking i I like his voice on on the line dude uh, dude king of king of the kill yeah sounds fucking great on that record and i was like that was allison hell right yep i even like uh i even like remains where he was doing that weird like industrial thing he was using like an alesis sr16 i like that record right you know like but like oh dude carnival diablos i have actively oh God, sought so that fucking tone that guitar tone my entire life and i always think i'm so close and i'm never i don't know how the fuck he did it Some when kind he of comes magic, on we'll ask him look yeah finally wild yeah card, i don't fucking know how you make that needs sound to know how you get that tone he needs to know but i, re- I but, reached out actually to him through his uh his, his own studio because there was contact information him and his wife run it and stuff and yep um, unfortunately i never heard anything back and i really would love to that would be quite an honor. That dude was just phenomenal. DK, DK, get us Jeff Waters. I know you know him. <laughs> yeah, reach out to him, man. Make a list. Please. Make a list for DK. Well, he's, he's playing now. He's, he's playing, doing tours. He's, he's, he's filling in for Screamer right now. Yeah, yeah. he just got done with but, uh, doing it. Write to him and stuff. say, look, we want these five or six bands. Do mm-hmm. your thing. Help us out, DK. Yeah, like he's like your stepson. He always said you're like a stepdad. So I'll send you all the Hebrew national hot dogs you want if you just get us. Is that what he likes? Does he like? Yeah, he's Jewish. He eats some kosher things. That was the first time I ever had one, man. We had DK over and we're like, we're going to have hot dogs. He's like, you got to make mine Hebrew national because I'm Jewish. I said, all right. Never had one before. And I was like, holy shit, I want these Hebrew nationals all the time. (laughs) Best fucking hot dogs I ever had. I'm sure they have them in Canada so oh yeah he's safe up there he's safe okay i thought maybe it was something like they couldn't get like a canadian delicacy like no nah, it's just some hot dogs <laughs> okay 
<laughs> but yeah, those are my bands. I think that all those bands are grossly underappreciated. I mean, some of them, some of them teeter. I get it. Like a lot of people like Razor, but again, like you'd be surprised at how many people don't know who Razor are, you know. And and but I think for the most part, you know, some of those bands, I like I said, some of those bands, even seasoned guys wouldn't know what that would be me i mean i don't consider myself seasoned compared to the savants uh i'm sandwiched between (laughs) um but i think other than hearing you know annihilator a couple of the ones you talked about tigers the pantang might be the only one of of all those bands that i actually like listen to that i've heard their music right and some of them i'm like fuck where where are you finding this stuff but these are all bands that i want to listen to because pretty much everything that that we've had you know guests come on and i've like i don't know their music and i go listen to them like wow this is pretty cool you know so i'm i'm always open to it um hearing new stuff that's exciting Mm -hmm. to me stuff that you know for you this has been old school stuff so yeah i i like these shows because now i can go back and try to find it right and this is where like for me i actually don't listen to a whole lot of new music it's very weird very rare and weird and eclectic eclectic when i do like when I when I trolled that orc band from Michigan, I used to troll pages with my Blackfang account just to try to get people to come check us out. So I would just go on there and say stupid shit like "get bite," you know, because we have the real bad grammar in Blackfang. So I, I saw a sponsored ad by Orc, and I kind of I thought I thought the art was cool looking, but I was like, I'm not going to check this band out. All I said was "get bite," you know, all caps, because Carrick, Carrick Black only types in all caps. So if you need to see Carrick Black videos, you go to Craig's page on Reaper Metal Productions and you can see me as Carrick Black chugging beers and saying super dumb shit. But anyways, uh, like normal. Well, but even more. He doesn't even need the beers to say stupid Even more, even more advanced. Like liquor way, Like way more advanced in the stupidity. Okay. Way more advanced in stupidity. So I went on there. I said, get bite, you know, and whoever runs the page was like, ha ha, okay. And then I was like, all right, I'll check them out. And I was like, holy shit, this guy sings like Chris Cornell, and it's like super heavy stoner rock. I'm sold. I love Chris Cornell's voice, and this guy sounds exactly like him. You have me at super heavy stoner rock. Like super heavy stoner rock with Chris Cornell. Like Caius? Like like Caius? Similar. And it's, it's, but it's like, you know, it's, it's like, you know, like it's, it's very stoner doom. Yeah. It's like a, it's quicker. So you got the you got the it's you got the pace. It's not slow. Sure. But dude, it's just a drum and a bass. It's just bass, guitar, and drums. And the guy's got oh. the fucking thing running oh. through you know fuzz pedals and shit. It's just hairy and fucking great, man. Great release. I bought that record. I had a buddy send me uh, send me. He was like, oh, you should check this band out. Normally, I don't even do it. The band was called High Reaper, and I like the art. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I went to their Bandcamp page, and I was like. I love this art and I love that the first album is called High Reaper and the second one's called Higher Reaper and I'm going to buy whatever they got. If, if, if you got an album for sale and I kind of like what you're doing, like I listen to a half a second of a song, I like it or whatever, and your art's cool or whatever, and your albums are like under $20, I'll probably buy one. Like both Orc and High Reaper had vinyl. Not that I would have picked that initially, but it was like 15 bucks for each of them or something. And I was like, whatever. It was under 20 bucks. Yeah, all right. You got a sale. Uh, so, but now I, I know what my price on my cassettes are. Yeah, <laughs> under twenty sort bucks, <laughs> under under twenty cents. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, so it's like it, it is though. It, it's very rare when I check out new music. Even that, I mean, that's how I found Death Breath. 
I was listening to Pandora and a bath recover came on and I was like, this is fucking nasty. I love it. And I was like, oh, it's a bath recover. I'm going to check the band out now and listen to their originals. Fucking love the band. That's uh, that's uh, the drummer from Entombed does vocal. I think he drums and does vocals in that band. Oh, I think. Okay. But I know yeah. he drums. I can't remember what his name is, but he sang for helicopters. Yeah. You know, that guy. Uh, okay. He's got one of those Scandinavian names. Uh, but uh, fucking Death Breath, if you like old school death metal, oh, shit, man. It's, it's there. It's perfect. It's not like Cookie Monster vocals. It's just kind of harsh. You know, ugh. Well, wrestler vocals and and just heavy fucking it kind of like entombed but a little faster i guess i would say you know if you like entombed you would like death yeah Brothers. i dig entombed so yeah. but uh you know i don't know how i got to this point in the conversation what were we talking about check it I don't out know. we're band. just listening we're just listening man that's what it is See, i'm I, just I get the, this time i'm just kind of pummeled with new information i'm just sitting back going oh the savant's just beating the shit i mean because i you know it's a bukkake of information from <laughs> singular oh yeah that's so, that's it but, two savants in a cup that's what the, <laughs> two savants in anyway. a belly that's what it is yeah there you go right nice but that's all i got for you today i, well, think that's I mean i i have i have you know it's, if we do another episode where everybody's doing five or something i've got five more we and will then, when we several have, hundred we'll, more we'll, after we'll, that we'll so. actually prepare for it you know we'll yeah. have that prepared but i i really i'm glad that you had this all ready to go and yeah and, and also i mean prepare and, prepare maybe this is going to happen again soon we don't know right and yeah well we we, could, gotta, could we be. gotta have some that's why we started doing these new shows but, uh, new show ideas so we can have something in the can ready to go yeah so all right. all right i think the next one we should have prepared ready to go uh we're calling live and let live uh it's favorite a best album. favorite live albums so. oh i love it i love it i'm already ready let's do it <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see if deborah shows up you know let's do it so uh, well i know chop wants to be uh well, how many do we gotta stuff? pick five five I think five each yeah that way oh, we can I'm continue there. doing these you know we can do i'm you fucking know. there well i want to make I sure that my, Dreadpool, I already got in my mind right now yeah we um, gotta make sure Dreadpool's in on this one i think we're gonna we're gonna find all a lot I gotta, of stuff. all I gotta do is pull them off the old vinyl shelf because I yeah. got them all on record. Nice. All right, sounds good. You could probably have all of our picks too on vinyl as well. So dude, I fucking love live records on vinyl. I'm real bizarre about especially if they're in Cleveland. Really weird about it. I love like the overkill that was live in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Fuck live you, and then some yeah. fuck you was fuck you was recorded at the Agora. I believe nice. one other, there was another one recorded at yeah the i got it uh, wrecking wrecking your neck wrecking yeah wrecking your, neck, your neck right yeah yeah um, which is a good album set. really good album Sa- saints will conquer live was uh recorded at the agora yeah. yeah i have a destructor live bootleg that was done i think at the pop shop um what else i have a uh rory gallagher live but it's live on wncx mm. um shit i think i've got more than that too but if it's if it's live and oh i got an acdc live at uh the fucking municipal stadium in cleveland i got all of the bootlegs of the escape field pigs and charlotte's web on vinyl uh no on cassette and and i have the rare appearances by the darrow dregs which was the band that came before the escape field pigs so Mm. i've got all three shows that they did so uh just letting you know yeah 
when you start making all that money from the channel, you got to professionally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Press yeah, I should put all that shit on Bandcamp. That's what I should do. And, and make, yeah, you should. My dad's the same way. I've been trying to get him. Make three dollars. Dude, you there. never know. You never know. You got to put it all up on the streaming platforms. I yeah, got to manage not? all that shit for my dad now. Yeah, why not? So, well, the pigs yep. were popular. I know it's yep. hard to believe we were an abortion that just lived. Um, <laughs> we shouldn't have been popular, but we we went within a year's time. We went from like being the opening, you know, the guys who showed up at and they play at seven o'clock when there's only right. the bar trolls there to like the headliners um, and bands who we used to open for were opening for us within a year, you know, and they were getting we were getting so many people show up at the show that the bartenders, bar owners stopped paying us the door and they started paying us a, a flat rate because we're right like, fuck we we can't pay these guys three thousand um, dollars right. you know because on some of the shows yeah we probably oh we probably would have made two thousand dollars because just that many people showed up at, at four dollars a head you know right um, so which is a lot for a little tiny college yeah. band you know well but, the college uh, radio you were, you were yeah like, we were on the yeah we got played hey. on the radio we we yeah so I but i totally uh i have all those shows man so yeah why not i should just load the load them up on Bandcamp. why not hell yeah yeah oh cool all right well hey vic thank you for having the show in our uh you're ready to go it's been been fascinating to listen to all these bands that i'd never heard of before and now i got a whole shit ton of new bands to seek out this week and the same thing for you dear listener dear viewer check out these bands go listen to them let us know what you think um you know in the comments below, tell us what you think of the yes, music that you have heard about us. today. Right. I want to have a contest where we name our mascot the monster. You Steve. Know? No, no, it was a contest. So we got to think of something to give them. I mean, I oh. do have, I do have cool stickers. You know, having a horror stickers. Um, but I don't know what else. I guess you know. I don't know what else we could do. We'll, we'll think about it. I don't, we haven't had any emails yet. We could occasionally have comments, but uh, and most of the time they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, if that's the case, if that's if that, if we're all done, then I'll just do the commercial and we'll get out of here. Yeah. Hey, you can find us on Heavy Metal Horror, uh, Heavy Metal Horror. That's us. You can find us at unsaneradio.com. You can listen to full episodes or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word. Our YouTube page, which is where you're at if you're watching Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And we are now on Roku. Hotel Metal Jam. And if you know someone who'd like our show, tell them about us. So this has been Montag, Master of Illusion. Chop top. Wildcock. <laughs> Wildcock? This has been Wildcock. <laughs> yeah, that's you your new name. Wildstar earlier. I like that. I did. I feel like star, yeah, Darren anime Wilson. character. Yes, from Star Blazers. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think Wildcock's pretty good, man. I I bet you a dollar. Sometimes, sometimes it's pretty wild. <laughs> I bet you that's what Eric Eric Wagner would have called you, Wildcock. I bet I would have loved that. You're, you're, you're Wildcock, man. Slut, <laughs> Slutmeister and Wildcock. <laughs> and you've been watching, listening, have a little horror. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you. You've been watching and listening to heavy metal. This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before.